A musical adventure. New artists, new musicians, and everyone involved in the world of music. Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. This is J Rod Concerts the Podcast with your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Let's find out what we have this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, some of you know that I'm a very big U2 fan, even after all these years in media. I just can't help myself, but U2 is the band that pulls my heartstrings. And if you saw the Super Bowl this week between the Kansas City Chiefs, congratulations, by the way, and the Philadelphia Eagles, you saw a 15-second commercial of U2, the Irish band, announcing a Vegas residency in Las Vegas that starts um, late September, early October. A special run of shows marking the band's first live outing in four years. It's going to see the world's biggest rock band launch the world's most exciting all-new state-of-the-art venue, the MSG Sphere in Las Vegas. So, uh, the full-length trailer announcement is online. There's also a website, U2X sphere.com where you can register for tickets it's going to be a very futuristic show um playing acting baby arguably their best album ever in in all its technological glory of the new venue and um lots to discuss here lots to discuss so this is for youtube fans an emergency podcast we welcome andrew Leahy, my dear nashville friend he joins um, a few minutes into the podcast. He was a little late. He was taking care of some business. And we also have Aaron Sims. He um, runs a YouTube site called YouTubesongs.com, which is really, I would say, the number one YouTube website right now in the world as far as news and rumors is concerned. They've been on top of this YouTube Vegas news story. They know everything about tickets, rumors, uh, and whatnot. So we welcome Aaron Sims to the show. Aaron, uh, Andrew Leahy as well. Make sure to check out um, U2Songs.com, also U2.com for all the ticketing information. Uh, Ticketmaster's got the verified thing going, as well as a U2.com pre-sale for fan club members. So, yep, nitty-gritty here. Emergency episode, U2, Las Vegas Residency. of you two songs how are you man good how are you oh so first of all emergency youtube podcast but first of all wanted to thank you uh aaron just because you know you're you've become the google of youtube world of youtube fandom you've become the most trusted source online and uh just thank you for keeping us up to date with everything man thank you for that uh we've been working at it for 27 years now so absolutely so for my audience that doesn't know Aaron, Aaron runs a, a website called YouTube Songs, which used to be called YouTube Wanderer. Uh, and um, I don't think, I think right now is the prestige uh, YouTube website online. And uh, with everything that's going on, which we're going to talk about right now, Aaron's been at the forefront of it. And we are very certainly grateful for his time and his efforts. So thanks. Thanks again, Aaron. Thank you. So, uh, okay. So, I mean, let's start with, um, 
I mean, the big, the, the big bomb, I guess, uh, where, you know, last night, Super Bowl. Tell us a little bit what happened, Aaron. And most of my audience are not like huge YouTube fans like you and me. They're more at the basic level. But what happened at the, at the Super Bowl last night? Uh, ahead of the Super Bowl, uh, U2 was teasing that they would have a commercial during the uh, game. And fans tuned in and waited for a very long time. Uh, they used a new version of one in a part of the Super Bowl, uh, part of an award ceremony. Then uh, right at the end of the game, uh, there was a brief 15-second commercial where we see uh, U2 in a desert and some UFOs floating across the sky. And they announced that they are opening a new venue in Las Vegas, uh, the MSG Sphere, which is opening this fall, and they're going to do a Las Vegas residency. Yeah. So there's a lot to unpack there, Aaron. And, and first of all, I mean, scouring through the headlines this morning, the big news, in addition to the residency, is that Larry Mullen, the founding member of U2, is not going to be playing, right? Is, is this accurate? Uh, he is not going to be at these shows in a role of uh, drummer. They've clarified that. And uh, it's due to an injury that he's having surgery for. How's the, uh, how's the U2... Um, fan community uh, taking this, the, the absence of Larry? Out of control. <laughs> How so? Um, there's a wide range of emotions, everything from it's not you too, to uh, everybody needs to go and support the band and everything in between. It's, it's quite interesting to see. Uh, a lot of people seem hurt by the news. Uh, some people are quite excited. Uh, the band announced they're going to play Actung Baby, which is one of their biggest albums and one of their albums that everybody has always asked to hear live. So right. you've got some bad news, some good news. Uh, Vegas, uh, we're getting a lot of reaction to that, positive and negative. So <laughs> quite a range. How do you feel as a fan, uh, Aaron? Because you know you are also like a like a mega fan. You, you know you've never seen uh, you two without without Larry. How, how do you feel personally? Um, I understand. Larry needs surgery. He needs to take some time off. He can't be there. The rest want to go out and do something. It's been five years now since they uh, performed in concert together. Uh, so I can understand wanting to go out, getting that itch to uh, go out and make a living again. But at the sure. same time, I don't like that they're using the name U2 with one of them not there. That, that's the part that kind of stuck with me is I would have liked to have seen them find a different name to uh, hang on the whole thing. Absolutely. Absolutely, Aaron. Um, I'm, I'm sure, you know, a lot of people, have you noticed a lot of enthusiasm for the tour announcement? Uh, what's, uh, what's the questions for tickets and all that stuff? Um, I think everybody's wondering what exactly is going on. Uh, that 15 second teaser, there were no dates, there was no ticket information, very little. Uh, the press release afterwards focused more on the fact that Larry would not be playing. Uh, they have revealed that they're doing verified fan, and uh, you'll have to get verified to take oh, part. God. Yeah, that was my reaction as well. Anybody who went through U2's 2018 ticket sales in North America will remember how poorly verified fan worked for a lot of people. The positive, right. uh, the fan club, uh, U2.com, 
have announced that there will be a pre-sale ahead of verified fan kicking in. So you won't need to be verified to be part of the fan club membership or fan club uh, pre-sale. So that should help and should improve what it was over uh, five years ago. Yeah, totally. Aaron, I have to say, as a long-time subscriber, like like I'm sure you are as well, it, it seems to be like said between the lines that there is no seniority amongst you two that come subscribers. I noticed that people haven't really mentioned that. Do you take do you take it the same way? Uh, there's still somewhat of a seniority. Uh, it depends on when you uh, have last subscribed. Anybody who subscribed before the announcement yesterday is probably going to get access to tickets ahead of anybody who subscribes today and going forward. Right. So, but there's none of that wires. And for my audience, that doesn't know. There used to be like, like I guess like Pearl Jam did. Like if you were like years subscribing, you, you know, there were like tiers among even the subscriptions. That seems to be gone, right? 10 years, five years, two months doesn't seem to matter. It seems to wow. be whether or not you subscribed before the announcement these days. Amazing. Amazing. So Andrew Lakey here is joining us. Let's see if he's... Uh... Andrew, are you live? see Andrew are you live do we have you let's see let's see Andrew Leahy I'm so sorry guys ha, there he is so Andrew we are um so, so to make a quick introduction uh, Aaron Andrew Leahy is a cornerstone of the Nashville music community uh renowned singer-songwriter hardcore YouTube fan and uh you know, oh, yeah. he's giddy. He's giddy about the, the announcement here. Uh, and, and Aaron, Andrew, he runs uh, YouTube songs, which is one of the, um, I think, the the most uh, important website right now online for YouTube as far as news and rumors go. So, so just getting into the nitty gritty here. Glad to have you on board, man. I've used that website for a long time. Um, so I'm really impressed by that, man. It's good to meet you, Aaron. Nice to meet you as well. I apologize for the uh, for the like delay. I was like talking to my tree guy, and tree guys are hard to hurry up. Apparently, now I know. But yeah, I didn't mean to keep you guys waiting. I apologize again for that. Oh no, all good, man. So we were just talking. Um, interestingly, that there's a lot of shock in the YouTube community about no Larry Andrew. I understand that. Um, I'd be curious what you guys think. I mean, I think also you know when a band hasn't toured. Or, you know, when that specific band hasn't toured in a couple of years, um, you know, maybe the audience is more apt to forgive a missing bandmate, but it's a lot to forgive, you know, especially when you have a band that's had stable lineup for as long as U2 has, you know, um, that's a long time, you know, multiple decades. And uh, what there was, there was like a, was it one gig or two gigs where Adam was out in the wake of his like Octane Baby excess and his like a bass tech was in or something. But those are the only gigs I can think of. Where it was you two minus a man, but you know, yeah, Bono, Bono missed a gig in uh, 2014 or 2015 when he had his accident and mm. he played with uh, Chris Martin and Bruce Springsteen and a couple of other uh -huh. artists instead. Uh, okay. I, didn't I, realize actually, that. I think it was actually called you two minus one. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, not having Larry, I mean, it's, um, I don't know, it's interesting because you can. I'll probably make a lot of enemies by saying this. I mean, if you had to take out 
if you had to take out one band member and make the least amount of issues, maybe it would be Larry. You can't have you two without the edge. I mean, I don't think you can have you two, you know, properly without any of them, but um, maybe the least intrusive, even though it would be intrusive as hell, is Larry's absence. Larry's my favorite. So you're picking yeah. a battle here. <laughs> no, I mean, he's, you know, he's amazing. And the drum, I can't, you know, I can't imagine somebody coming in with the Sunday bloody Sunday drums and it not being him. Although clearly that song has been, you know, covered a million times, um, you know, and they're losing their good looking one too. You just have like Bono who looks <laughs> like an old, you know, an old Irish clergyman these days. <laughs> Where is, you know, like Larry's hot scowl going to be? It's going to be like at home in the recovery bed or whatnot. What, uh, what operation is he getting done? Do you all know? Uh, he's having something done to his elbow, his shoulder and part of his arm from what he said in some comments. So it's uh, he he claimed parts are falling off. You know, Damn. I mean, um, you know, when everything happened with Taylor Hawkins um, earlier last year, you know, there was a really contentious article that came out in Rolling Stone um, and whether or not, you know, it's up to each of us, you know, what we believe and what we want to like take away from that article. But, um, you know, points that I thought were like inarguable were about you know, the wear and tear on a drummer's body that happens after like decades, you know, you play guitar, you know, so like I'm a guitarist by trade. I'll have some hand issues, you know, like, you know, the, you know, like padding in my right, you know, like thumb hurts, but that isn't anything compared to drumming for years and the wear and tear on your back, on your shoulders, on your neck. So I imagine that he has, you know, that Larry has more issues there than Adam or the edge or Bono. So, um, you know, I wonder, I'm sure there was some kind of conversation where they were like, we can go to the sphere. And he was like, I have a broken body. And they were like, yeah, but it's the sphere. And he was just like, what do you want me to do? I'm sure there's something like that that happened. Yeah, I think something exactly like that probably <laughs> happened. Oh my God. And it speaks, it speaks, I mean, such a weird situation, Aaron, Andrew, that, you know, we're here announcing that they're going to play Actum Baby in this state-of-the-art futuristic arena, and we're talking about Larry. Like, that's, you know, that, that like, we can't hide from that fact. It's crazy. It is. And part of me wishes that they, um, you, know, if, you know, if you're not going to have Larry, maybe say, you know, Flood is going to be involved somehow, or Brian Eno is going to be involved somehow. Like, I think, I think there's a way to um, enhance the Actum Baby-ness of it. Um, and maybe not like distract from the fact that Larry isn't there, but give uh, the audience a thing like they wouldn't normally have. Also, who is Bram Vanderberg? I tried to Google him yesterday and I didn't come up with, uh, with anything. He's a Dutch drummer. He's uh, been part of a band there. He's actually taking a leave of absence from his own band to join you too. We hope so. Their tour is being canceled. So... Uh, He's been around for a while. Um, people have been checking out some of his music online and have said good things. I haven't myself, so we, yeah. we shall see. I'm sure, I'm, sure, I, I'm sure he's good, yeah. I mean, part of me was one, you know, like I wonder if he can harmonize. I wonder if there's like another element that he can bring to the table to try and offset, again, the fact that he is filling in for um, an irreplaceable member of the band. Aaron, um, switching gears here a second, you know, what do we know? Um, you're plugged in uh, and, and you're right 99.98% of the time. What do we know about start date for this residency as far as dates are concerned? 
uh, maybe maybe ticket pre-sales. Like, what do you know, or what do you, you know, what do you prognosticate? Uh, the people behind the MSG Spear, uh, they announced on Friday that the venue would open in September. U2 obviously is going to be the first act according to everything that's been said to date. So it's got to be right around the uh, month of September. Um, I keep getting stories that it's going to be towards the end of the month, maybe into October, but it's right around that time frame. Band is supposed to be playing 10 or 12 concerts. And uh, it's supposedly based on some of the rumors out there uh two concerts every uh, couple of weeks okay hmm. all right so, so it should stretch for 12 weeks maybe so i would say september through december okay got it so and i have so it's not gonna go ahead go ahead well just i um you know i don't know if you guys are um are fans of the podcast smartless it's one of the podcasts i listen to every week bono was a guest a couple of weeks ago and kind of inadvertently um, you know, confirmed like their plans, like uh, to do this in Las Vegas. Um, but I really haven't seen any specs, any blueprints. I don't know if those are out yet. Um, I'm, you know, interested in like the spherical nature of the show, you know, in my mind, I'm like, is this some kind of like IMAX concert experience? Um, you know, are they going to have like projections on the ceiling? You know, is Bono going to like descend in a circular arc? I'm just, you know, I'm interested in, you know, and how they're going to use that space and what that space even is. Do you want a few of those spoilers? Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's why we're here. Let's um, go. It's a sphere on the outside and on the inside. Uh, and one side of that uh, sphere inside is going to be seating. Uh, there's seven levels uh, in the building itself. Uh, one of those is a basement level, so underneath the main stage. That's where the VIP club and the artists ready rooms and stuff like that are going to be. The concourse area for food and snacks and all of that is going to be underneath the seats, which are angled quite a ways up. And then you've got uh, eight levels of seating. So it's going to be high. Uh, you're going to be looking at a round ball and there is LED uh, screens that cover the walls, the roof, everything right around you. They have wind, they have scent, they have haptic touch, which will, if they want to put a sound effect that you feel at your feet, you're going to feel it at your feet. If you want, they want to feel it in the arms of the chair, you'll feel it in the arms of the chair. So it's going to be quite the experience. You're going to be looking all around. You're going to be in the experience. It's going to be 360 degrees up, down to both sides. Probably a little too soon to ask, Aaron, but my, my fandom just can't help myself. So apologies. Do you know anything if, if there are, if you can remove some seats and have GA or anything, any, any inclination, any information about that at all? Uh, originally, uh, there was talk that it would all be seated. Uh, the most recent update that uh, was shared with the news is they can go up to 20,000 people. Uh, with a GA area. So there might be room for some general admission. Doesn't mean they're going to use it, but uh, there is an option there. Lovely. U2 Lovely. is actually in a unique position because they're the first ones going in there. Uh, they've had access to the building for some time and uh, they've been actually been able to incorporate some of the staging and stuff right into the design of the building. So should be interesting because if you know 
you two don't do anything halfway when it comes to these live extravaganzas. So they sure don't. That's well, and speaking of possibly doing things halfway or not doing half things, you know, uh, things halfway, um, I did catch the commercial yesterday. Um, Jamie gave me a lot of heads up about it. So I'm glad that I was watching for it. Um, you know, you see the edge and Bono and, you know, they're like, are we doing this? You know, like we'd be mad not to. And then you see <laughs> like the four of them walking away into, you know, a sandstorm or whatever. But I couldn't tell if Larry was actually one of those people or not like i'm hoping he was i'm you know i'm i'm hoping like they didn't just get like you know like a son you know a person who looked like larry like from the back to be uh the actor like do you, you know uh, were you guys wondering that as well when you watched it i i, I kind of know who was in the video um i'm not supposed to so uh i'll be uh quiet on what i say here but uh I don't think any of the band were in that video. So this is connected to that film, filming in Colombia, Aaron. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm putting yeah. it two and two together. Yep. Okay. So Andrew, I don't know if you know about this. Like, I guess there was like a secret, like film shoot in like a desert in Northern Colombia, South America, like, I don't know, like a month ago or something. Mm. I, I, I wonder if it's just related. I think it was, I don't know. That being said, it it was certainly the Edge and Bono's vo voices that we heard. So uh, they at least overdubbed if it's not them in the video itself. But go back and have a look and see for yourself if you think it's them. Amazing. Amazing. Well, oh, yeah. Aaron, I, I know you're a busy guy, Aaron, and Andrew as well. So, so let me leave you guys with this, Aaron. Um, there, was, there seems to be like a last minute, like rebranding, right? I, I thought there was going to be uh, a song. So Voss Surrender, uh, which is the covers album theme to it. Um, was that just like a last minute switcheroo or can we expect some tie-in into that? I can't imagine them not wanting to tie into the last album they released. I expect they'll do a acoustic set of some form. Um, mm. A lot of the Actung Baby songs are on Songs of Surrender, so they could uh, do a new arrangement here or there as well to suit the song. Amazing. Amazing. So I know. I, I know some fans would be upset to see differences from what they want, but uh, some of these new versions sound interesting to the ear. I listened to a few of them via Bono's audiobook, and uh, the Lounge Lizard Fly mix that I keep hearing is uh, one of my favorite snippets I've heard. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they actually did do with some of those songs. Yeah, agreed. Agreed, agreed, Aaron. All right, so, so let us leave it with this. I think we were talking about it when Andrew jumped in here. Uh, so just to clarify it, tickets, ticket pre-sale, do we know anything about this date, prices, red zone, no red zone? Just tie it together, Aaron, and uh, we'll, we'll wrap it up. U2.com, um, they have recently pushed out the new subscriber offer. Uh, just last night, they removed the old pre-sale codes for Bono's uh, solo tour. Um, so they're getting ready for something. And I was told all along that it wouldn't be long after the Super Bowl ad, and it could possibly be the same week. So we'll see. Uh, they haven't announced anything yet, but amazing. I think it'll be soon. Awesome. Well, Aaron of U2 Songs, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your expertise. Thanks for what you do for the community. And Andrew Leahy, thank you for being the kick-ass U2 fan in residence. And the late musician, I apologize again. Aaron, I'm looking forward to hopefully meeting you in Las Vegas on one of those dates. 
Sounds good. I plan on going. I think it's going to be the most entertaining thing I'm going to see all year. And I have nice. Madonna tickets. <laughs> Dish. <Yeah>. Shots awesome. fired. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Have a good one. See you. You have been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Thank you for tuning in.